Have you ever seen an email that asked, who approved of this? And that usually implies a few different things when somebody asks within a company, who approved of this work? Who approved of this communication, etc. What it means is that the person who approved it may not have gotten everybody on board or, com or communicated that next step that was being taken. And in this episode, we're going to talk about why approval is extremely important for the analytics road mapping process. It's something that can be easily overlooked after development and quality assurance testing, but it is one of the most important pieces because what it does is it brings everybody together and acknowledges that a piece of work that has been developed and tested is ready to go. You're listening to the Healthcare Analytics Podcast with me, Caleb Loya, and my teammate, Tatsuya Murao, who works behind the scenes to make this podcast possible. If you have not taken the time to listen to the previous episodes on analytics road mapping, I would recommend that you go back and you listen to the following podcast episodes about gathering core requirements, establishing milestones and timelines, project development, quality assurance testing, and now we're on approval. And all of those build on top of each other to give you an entire perspective about what an analytics roadmap is and how it can contribute to the way that you do work within your organization. Approval is an easily overlooked step in the process. And the reason why is because once testing is complete for a specific piece of work, then you assume as a leader that everybody has gone through and looked at the testing procedures and the testing process, and then automatically you can go from testing to rollout without that approval stage. And although the approval stage can be cumbersome at first, if you streamline the process for approval, then you will be able to have all the people on board at the end of your development process and testing so that you can move forward and everybody is confident about the next steps moving forward in rolling out the piece of work or the analytics project as a whole. And so who needs to be involved in the approval process and what does it mean for, for you within your organization as a leader? Well, the first is if we go back to one of our previous episodes about agile development and the individuals who you need within agile development. You need within your development team, you need a product leader and you need a customer leader and then you need developers. And those developers can be specialized in their specific area. But if you don't have a product leader or customer leader, then the approval process is more difficult because there is no what I will call gatekeeper. There is no gatekeeper within your organization that says, yes, this is good to go. We approve it and let's move on to the next step. And so the product leader will be the person who says, I approve of this because it meets technical requirements. So if you go back to the very beginning, we talked about how the specific piece of work had technical requirements that needed to be explicitly stated within the project. So if the core requirements say something that involves, let's say, a database that is responsive to 
different data sources, then the product leader would be the one that says, yes, this database with all these features and functions meet the technical requirements. And that would be the first step as far as what the product leader needs to do. The customer leader, on the other hand, needs to say, yes, this meets the requirements that the customer needs. If there is a customer such as a patient or if it is another business or if it is, for example, another hospital or whoever that customer is, the customer leader would be the one that says, yes, this helps to meet the customer's needs. And those two people, the product leader and customer leader, are within the development team or within the agile team. And often you will need somebody outside the team to approve of it as well. And this could be an executive, a director, a leader within your organization who is, is providing oversight for the team. And they're the ones who would also provide their approval in order to be able to move the project forward. Here are a few tips and tricks that can help you as a leader implement an approval process that is not cumbersome and is efficient and brings everybody on board with the entire project. One of the first things that I have seen done effectively is that you need to use an approval system that's easy to manage. And so everybody knows when a piece of work is done and then who needs to be approving that piece of work. And so before the project even starts, this needs to be outlined as far as who's going to prove it, what the approval process will look like, what the turnaround is on approval, because the worst thing in my experience, one of the worst things that can happen is that something sits on somebody's desk or somebody's email box for an entire week that needs approval and you're just twiddling your thumbs thinking, okay, when is this director, when is this person going to approve this next step of the project? And what it does when you're waiting on somebody to approve something is that the project doesn't go as quickly as it could have been. And that is really, in my opinion, the opposite of agile development. Agile development is supposed to be a process in a framework where everybody learns from the previous iteration. And as people learn, then things be able to progress in a much quicker way than they would have otherwise. And approval can be one of those things that can put a stop to a project in a real way. If at the beginning of your project, you're able to articulate what the approval process looks like and the system that you're going to use to easily manage this approval, then it's a lot easier to do. If the first step is to make sure that you have an approval system that's easy to manage, the second tip and trick I would recommend is to use Git repositories to keep track of the process so that you understand which approvals are necessary. And if you have not done your research into Git repositories or repos, I would recommend you do so because what it helps you do is to understand what development work is being done and what code is being implemented at a certain amount of time. And many Git repos have the ability to approve of specific code at specific places. And so if you have a piece of code that is going to go, for example, to a specific environment, then you can preset who needs to approve of this. And so when you're going through and when your developers are going through specific pieces of work at any given time, they can submit their, their work to a Git repo and then they can let somebody know, hey, can you approve of this Git repo? and it goes down the development process in a greater amount of ease. 
And Git repositories are standard for the development process. And without a Git repo, it's really easy to jumble up your code and not keep track of what the most current code is. And also with Git repos, it allows you to go back in history and understand the progress of a specific piece of work. So if somebody makes a mistake and submits code that has errors or is incorrect or whatever, somebody can review that piece of work and say, hey, I don't approve of this. This does not meet technical requirements and or it does not meet the customer needs. And when the approval is not done, then the developers and the development team, including the product leader and customer leader and dev, they all know what needs to happen in order to get it to approval. And so if a piece of work, a piece of code is not approved, then the Git repository will keep track of why it was not approved and it can track comments, approvals, and much more. And so I would recommend using Git repositories in order to keep track of the progress and understand which approvals are necessary. The third tip and trick I would recommend is at the approval stage, make sure that all important people involved know what approval is being implemented. And, and this builds on to Git repositories because what somebody can do as a developer is inform everybody that this new piece of work is being submitted for approval through a Git repository. And then everybody who is involved with the project can see that email and say, oh, okay, this person is asking for approval of this, this, and this, and they know that somebody is going to check their work, and they know that the product leader and customer leader will need to approve of it before it goes into, into production. And once this is in place, it gives confidence to leaders in an organization that the project is going smoothly. And if not, there are checks to make sure that there are no errors or mistakes or mishaps. But some development projects are like the Wild West, where the product leader is shooting from their hip, making decisions on the fly, and approving of things that need more people involved. And when you have what I will call a rogue project, or a project that is not on the rails, then what will happen is that it will easily get distracted and go in a different trajectory than what the team already established in the beginning was the trajectory of that project. And that's not so bad, but everybody involved needs to have an approval process so that everybody agrees that this new trajectory is the right trajectory to take. Without an approval process, it's very easy for projects to go off the rails, to do things that weren't expected of them, to expand the scope incredibly, or to shrink the scope too narrowly. And what happens without an approval process is that it doesn't keep in mind the customer and it doesn't keep in mind what needs to happen in order to have a successful project. And so going back to the few tips and tricks that I have, in order to keep the project from being a Wild West kind of scenario, then I would recommend having an approval system that's easy to manage, using Git repositories, and making sure that the key individuals are involved in order to make sure that the project moves forward as best as possible. I will leave you with a few questions that can help you establish an approval process. And the first question would be, 
Do you have an approval process now? And if not, what does it look like to implement an approval process? Who needs to be involved in articulating an approval process that can work across many projects that you are leading and or managing? And the third is what specific systems or technical abilities do you need in order to implement an efficient and effective approval process? Thanks for listening to this episode. If you enjoyed it and would like to support the podcast, please share it with others, post about it on social media, or leave a rating or review. You know, analytics is one of those areas where many people don't quite understand how to implement analytics in their organization as a whole. And our podcast is doing our best to articulate the specific things that you need in order to implement analytics in your organization. And so if you think any others would be interested in the same kind of information, please let them know and reach out to us on LinkedIn at linkedin.com slash company slash Arcos Analytics or on Twitter at Arcos Analytics.